In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So here we are on the road to Christmas. This is a road that is moving us ever forward as we make our way to Christmas Day, the Nativity. And that road to Christmas, even though it moves us forward, for me, it always takes me backward. It takes me back to childhood, and some things in those years never changed, and I love to go back and, and revisit that time. Um, we had our favorite Christmas stockings that our aunt stitched for each one of us, handmade with their names on it, and they came out every year. It was always so good to see them. And my siblings and I sneaking into the living room to the tree early in the morning before our parents would wake up and getting out a package and holding it up, shaking it, hoping that maybe there was a tear somewhere in the package so that we could uh, have a clue about what was inside. And it seemed that we were always begging our parents, um, can't we just open one present before Christmas? Just one, that's all we want to do, just one. Well, today at St. Paul's, we are like that child who can't wait one more day for Christmas. We are not yet in Christmas season. We're still in Advent, still a few more days to go there, um, according to the church calendar. But even with that, earlier, we celebrated Christmas with a grand reception, uh, and we had the Christmas pageant at the 9 o'clock service, and we relive that Christmas story that is so familiar to us that we can tell it in our sleep. This time every year, there is return of the shepherds in their fields, the angels in the sky, farm animals in their stables, and always we have Mary and Joseph gazing upon the baby Jesus lying in the straw, and we know, we have a certainty about this, that Jesus is going to be born again every year. It happens every year on December 25th. It is a story that never changes, and we can set our clock by that. It is that much steadfast for us. Well, Bishop Stephen Charleston writes about how he becomes a sentimentalist at Christmas, and he even preached about that one year when he was here. And he says that what gets him there is that yearly remembrance of the Christmas story that we know so well. And he says that it is good for our souls to give ourselves over to that nostalgia of the season and the comfort of it, the familiarity of it. Um, he says, go ahead and just drink that in. Our beloved Christmas images, just enjoy them because there's something about doing that that softens our hearts. He's quick to point out, though, that it's also good for us to be awake to something else that goes on with us spiritually when we find ourselves in Christmas season. And this is what he says. I'm going to quote him. Even though I don't ever want to stop hearing the Christmas story, and I never want to stop seeing the image of baby Jesus in the manger, and I am so nostalgic that I never want Christmas to change, 
Somewhere in the distance, I hear the small sound of a tinkling bell. It is the bell of irony. And that small bell of irony reminds us <clears throat> of the irony of our faith. That when we hear the nativity story that we don't ever want to change, that we are in fact celebrating the great moment of, greatest moment of change in human history. We are in fact celebrating a moment when God enters into human history and nothing is ever the same after that. So incarnation means change. And incarnation becomes real for us in moments when God comes into our lives, God bursts into our comfort zone and shakes things up and makes them to be recreated in a new way. And that this challenges us to confront change and to be active in doing something. And what we are doing is learning to be co-creators with God in the world around us. So change, by its very nature, moves us forward. And because we are heading into the unknown, the comfort of the familiar gives way to new life and that the newness of new life is unfamiliar for us. And that can be hard uh, because we do not yet know how it looks. We do not yet know how to navigate our way through it. And when we are in new life, we also might even find ourselves on shaky ground. And yet, even though it is hard for us, it is also good for us because when we are changing, we also have the opportunity to come alive in some new way. And you know the way I see it, it is that is when we can lean into our Christianity a little bit more. Because let us always remember that as Christians, everything we do, we start in Advent, but everything points to the refreshment of res resurrection and the new life that emerges from the old. And in that way, Christmas and Easter are linked together because they're both about new life emerging from the old. So last week, I announced my retirement from St. Paul's Cathedral, which is coming up pretty soon. And because life has been so good for me here for many years, because you have been so good to me for many years and gracious in giving Larry and me a spiritual home. And because of that, there is discomfort for me in what lies ahead. And more than discomfort, let's just call it what it is. There is loss, the, that loss and uh, tenderness of heart and it comes upon me, just like any other grieving, it comes upon me when I don't expect it, like in the eight o'clock service this morning when I open with the familiar words, blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My heart felt like an earthquake. It was just this emotion that came forth from something, I guess just, um, you know, the, 
the long memories of having said those words for so long in this place. So, um, but I said to them, you know, the heart's going to do what the heart's going to do. <laughs> so um, I'm not really much of a crier, but if I don't make it through without tears, just that's the way it is. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, um, the old patterns of our interactions, which have been so comforting, which have been so familiar, those are going to be changing. And this is painful because it has been, it has meant everything in the world to me to have been with you for so long, for so long. And uh, I know what the old me looks like because it's been here. This is what the old me looks like, what you're seeing right here. But I don't yet know the new me. And something about that is a little bit frightening. So there's a lot of unknown, and that is challenging. Yet even with that, I am convinced that God is with us no matter what. And that's the bottom line. God is with us no matter what. And that means both in the comfort of the familiar as well as our moving forward along a less familiar road. And as we travel as a community along the road to incarnation, I believe there is something very important in terms of our learning for us in this season that can help us, that can help you and me grow more securely into the love of Christ. So here's the way I think it works, that um, what incarnation is that juxtaposition between what is familiar and what is all about change and new. So what incarnation in our familiar Christmas story teaches us is that sometimes we really just do need this for our souls. We need to, um, to soak ourselves in something familiar and something that is comforting for us, like a treasured old memory of our childhood or the Christmas story. And that is good for us when we have that urge to go and soak ourselves in that known and familiar. However, there is this. We, there is something we need to guard against. And that is that we become so comfortable <laughs> in the familiar that when it's time to stretch and grow, we just can't bring ourselves to do it because we have become rigid, you know, in our old ways because they're familiar to us and comforting. And so it becomes really hard to stretch and grow. So now, if we find ourselves in that place where um, we're resisting change, or, and, and we're resisting it in terms of that we just feel the harshness of that rigidity, then this can be a clue for us, and this is where we need to walk, be attentive to ourselves, that it might be time to ask God to help us to lead us into something new that is trying to be born with us. So that when we feel that urge to be fixed and too comfortable, that may be the very clue to ask God, okay, something may be trying to be born anew within me. What is it? Please help me with that. So likewise, sometimes we are called into moments of Christ being born within us, changing us, growing us, and we have that exhilarating excitement of a new beginning. 
and we just can't stop moving. We're moving so fast, we almost tumble over ourselves. So that is wonderful. That is wonderful and bright, but there's also a caution with that, that we can move so rapidly down that exciting new road that we get ahead of ourselves, and we're sort of stumbling over ourselves. And I really think that, at least for me, that's where anxiety sets in. So when we're in anxiety, if you ever are in anxiety, you know, just ask yourself, are you getting too far ahead of yourself? So then that is the clue for us to pause, just take a pause, just stop, and, um, and ask God to help us uh, find a way to relax into the old and familiar and to get back into that um, comfort place so that we can have a little bit more balance. So in this season, on the road to incarnation, let us ask God to comfort us today, to wrap us up in the swaddling clothes of truth and compassion so that we can rest as gently in God's arms as a baby lying in a manger, even knowing that we are now preparing ourselves to join God, to be co-creators with God in this changing world. Amen. <laughs>